welcome to Differing Neurotypes, the show that details the ways one neurodivergent person tries to make their life a little easier in a neurotypical world, while not harming their brain or their soul. I'm your host, Claire McDonough, and today we're going to talk about using touch and temperature. We'll discuss the ins and outs of different ways to use your touch sense to stay focused and comfortable while working. So, the big thing with temperature is you can add heat or cool to help make your environment less distracting. Now this could mean adding like a blanket, turning the heater on, turning the AC on or a fan, or just wearing less clothes so you're not getting as warm. I personally have an uber high sensitivity to temperature, so I overheat really fast from direct heat, but I also get really cold without much heat. So I personally tend to always have a blanket with me, which makes sure I don't get too cold to focus because if I'm really cold, I... I'm just focusing on trying to get warm instead of actually doing whatever I'm supposed to be doing. And I choose a blanket personally because blankets make it really easy to adjust how just how much heat I'm getting from it. So if I start to get warm, I can reduce how much of the blanket is on me, which reduces how much heat it is giving me, which is really helpful for me. So different people have different tolerances for heat. And those tolerances can also depend on different factors in the environment. So you have to figure out where your tolerances lie and what you can do to keep your body temperature at your most comfortable and focusable point. So that really just takes some exploration and a lot of trial and error. This episode is going to be a lot about trial and error. Our second topic for this episode is using fabric and clothes. So for me, some days are better than others when it comes to how sensitive I am to textures. So I have specific clothing items and fabrics like blankets that I know are always going to be comfortable no matter how high my sensitive sensitivity is so that I have things I can safely wear or change into if I realize that a specific texture is going to get really overwhelming. So for me, these specific clothing items are kind of soft and very comfortable. I've got some leggings and some softer t-shirts, not like the rough cotton ones, but some softer ones, so that if I'm very aware of the fabric that's on my body, I can change it into something that's softer that I'll notice less. And I also always have that blanket with me because I really like the texture. The texture of it is really, really comforting and it's probably my favorite texture, so it's very reassuring and is something I can easily just kind of rub on and touch while I'm working to help me focus. Now, to use fabrics to comfort, you have to figure out what specific textures would be comforting for you. So, again, here we are again, trial and error. Having specific outfits that are comfortable is always super helpful, and so is having something small or big whichever that's a texture that you find comforting. So, like, if you have a specific jacket you really like, I had a jacket all through the beginning of elementary school that was the equivalent of this blanket because it was just a very comfortable, comforting texture that I knew was always going to be comfortable no matter what.
third and final topic is stim toys, specifically tactile stim toys. Now, I might do a full episode on stim toys in general later on because I think there's a lot more to say than I can fit in a segment of a podcast episode. And I might do some stim toy reviews once uh, on my podcast website, which I will discuss later because that is now up. But I've got a couple specific stim toys that I really, really like, either ones I bought or things I turned into stim toys that I find really useful that I'm going to mention here today. Alright, so the first thing is a little spiky metal ring that I, I did buy that is perfect because it's kind of stretchy, it's like a spring kind of, and I can move it up and down my finger and it provides like strong stimulation without any like actual pain, but it kind of triggers those pain sensors lightly, which is really helpful for me. It's the same reason it kind of does the same thing for my finger that cinnamon gum does for my mouth, that it's it's very strong and so it helps keep me centered. I have a putty that I really love, which is one of Crazy Aaron's Thinking Putties, and I really like that one. It's thick, and I love the sound of like popping bubbles in it because it's like reusable bubble wrap, but it's also like a nice texture to poke and prod at while I'm working. I have a stress ball that's super soft. I can't really describe the texture of the outside because it's, I don't know, it's not something that I've found anywhere else, but the inside is kind of like cloud-like and it's the best stress ball I've personally found so far. My therapist introduced me to these rubber tube things. They kind of look like worms to me, but they're little silicone-y stretchy strings, basically. Um, and there's like thicker and thinner ones, and they're really great to like pull at, and if you wrap them around your hand, they provide a really nice pressure that I like, personally. Um, my sibling has some foam dragons that they built a long time ago, and they've, they've started falling apart because they're old and they weren't made to stay together extremely well, and so some of the parts that have come apart, um, we've turned into kind of stim toys that you can spin around your finger. They had these, like, finger-sized holes, and if you stick your finger in, they're really, like, comforting to, like, spin around your finger. So we both really like that. The last one I'm going to mention today, as I said, I'll probably do a full episode on this if there's some interest, um, is little magnetic balls. My therapist has a set and my sibling has a smaller version, and theirs are called specs. But I really like the slightly larger ones because it's easier to see color differences to make patterns and things. But either way, they have a really great texture and you can build shapes and patterns with them and then crush it when you're done, which is very, very satisfying. Alright, so finding stem toys that works for you depends on what you specifically want from a stim toy. But you don't have to buy things to make great stim toys. Plenty of household items can be turned into a really great stim toy, which I might do a full episode on or maybe a website segment on if there's some interest. So let me know via the website, via the contact information, and if you would be interested in that and I will do kind of a DIY stim toy video or page on the website. Now, again, 
look at this. Trial and error is key to figure out what works best for you. But there's lots of options available and there's lots of fun ones. So today we discussed different ways to incorporate touch and temperature to assist your focus. I'll do another episode of Stimpoids at some point. If there's demand for it, let me know via the website or my social medias, which will be accessible from the website. In other news, I know of a website for this podcast. The site is is dancing e c l a i r no e dot wixsite dot com slash differing neurotypes with a dash in the middle instead of a space and the website will have extra resources links to podcast episodes and potentially some website exclusive content such as the stim toy reviews i mentioned i'll be offering personalized help with organization planning tools and school so there will be ways to sign up for that too rates for that will depend on the amount of time i'm putting in as well as specific resources that you can purchase with it, and I'd really appreciate if you go and check it out. Again, dancing e c l a i r dot wixsite dot com slash differing dash neurotypes. As always, go ahead and try out these tips. A reminder that these are just my ways, but they might help you too. Also, go check out the website for extra help and resources. Thank you for tuning in to Differing Neurotypes episode six, titled Sensory Stimulation, Touch and Temperature Edition.